Did you guys hear? We have a theme song. Stop that. That's getting Stop. really yeah, dumb. Now. We have a theme song now. <laughs> but it's not a negative way. No. People are not going to get our jokes, dude. It was, an, it was an icebreaker because Gabby and I were not having it our first episode. Get yeah. a little behind-the-scenes look here at the uh, quarrels between Cuban Daddy and Arab Daddy. Arab Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some uh, some good times. Arabian Nights and Cuban Media Noches. Oh, I love Media Noches. Mm. Guys, welcome back. It's uh, it's week three of uh, of our isolation um, podcast series as we are all recording remotely from one another. With the power um, of technology. With the power of, of, of semi-cooperative technology on the internet. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the last couple of podcasts, our intro to and our deep dive to Boney Bear. Deep dish, man. Deep dish into Boney Bear. Yeah, bro. Uh, we're going to do a couple more of those for, for some other artists that we enjoy at points in the future. So stay tuned. Give us feedback if there's anything that you wanted us to do a little bit more of, a little bit less of a lot more of a lot less of just tell us um but today we're just going to talk about some of the stuff that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks in between our last uh isolation podcast to now yeah so we have been talking i guess on and off about scrubs that's been kind of a big thing that that shane's been watching and i've been watching alongside it so let's do our scrub our scrubs update and then we'll talk about all the other exciting stuff that has happened over the last couple of weeks so shane Yes. Season two. Yes. <laughs> Picks up from where season one left off. Yes. Obviously. It does. How did you feel about season two? Loved it. Okay. <laughs> it's the end of my end of my conversation there. No, it's it it. great. No, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, it, it, funny all the way through, it, it was able to replicate some of the magic of the first season. Um, you get a deeper look at some of the characters uh, that you know and love. And you just realized everybody's life is falling apart in that show at the same time that you're watching it, which is uh, a sad reality and is like super relative or yeah, super relative to, to what's going on today. So it's, it's a great watch. It, it is definitely a great watch. I got a little sidetracked watching a couple other shows at the same time now, but definitely going to make my way through season two into season three. Have you finished? You finished season two. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I meant season three into season four. <laughs> okay, got it. Have you have you started season three yet, or you, or did you leave off no. at season two finale? Finished season two finale, and that's where I'm at. Okay, season three is probably my favorite season, so I'm excited for you to start season three. Oh, no, I definitely need to watch it. Did you... Okay, so out of the episodes that you did see... Gabby, I don't know if you remember season two. We'll give a high-level re- re- recollection of what happened in season two. So season yeah, that'd one be, ends, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season one ends with... Uh, Jordan coming into the hospital and laying everything out. Uh, she basically tells Carla, I'm gonna, correct me if I'm wrong here anywhere, Shane. She tells Carla that Dr. Cox is in love with Carla, which then prompts Carla to be angry with Turk because Kurt Turk knew the entire time and was hanging it over Dr. Cox's head. JD and Elliot have a thing earlier in the season and then they have a riff and then it's revealed that Elliot still has feelings for JD. And then 
Uh, Which is season JD, two right now, right? Or one? J- no, this is, this one. is the end of season one, so this sets yeah. up season two. And okay. then JD in the first season has sex with Jordan, which is Dr. Cox's ex-wife, with which Dr. Cox didn't know about. So, so all of this gets thrown out on the table, and then Jordan just kind of walks out, and then everybody's left at this table at the end of season one. So season two picks up from that point. There's kind of major plot points, I guess, that go through season two. One big one is uh, Dr. Cox and Jordan uh, reuniting after Jordan reveals that she's pregnant. Uh, and Dr. Cox does not know that it's his child until it's accidentally revealed by Ryan Reynolds's character later yeah. on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds also has a great guest appearance a season in the season finale as their college buddy who's uh, an investment banker and comes in. Um, just kind of ruffles some feathers while he's there and, and reveals that maybe Turk and JD don't love their job as much as they thought they did. And then there's some on and off, will they, won't they, with uh, JD and Elliot throughout the season because they sleep together again. Dr. Cox refers to it as the as the yearly sleepover. And then there's some tension there. And then this is also the season that Turk and Carla are uh, starting to talk about marriage and Turk proposes, and then there's a couple of episodes in between when Carla says, I'll think about it too, when she eventually says yes, and then her mom dies at the end of the season, and that creates some other stuff. So, busy season, there's a lot going on, hopefully that's a pretty decent recap. Yes. Uh, I don't the know other if I thing, the, the other thing is JD dates uh, Amy Smart in the season. Yes, Tasty Coma Wife. Yes, the yeah. the girl whose husband's in a coma and then he yeah. goes to the um, funeral and they end up hooking up and then he realizes all <laughs> she wants is drama so yeah. then he tries to like manufacture drama consistently to keep her entertained yeah but uh yeah it's it's through and through it's a great season it's another really good season ryan reynolds was such a nice uh nice way to end the season i think it was really funny yeah and- i liked him he uh, he meshed well with the two of them and it's, it's season two is when Elliot's dating uh, the the nurse, right? Or is that season? Oh, my! No, that's season. Or? No, that's season two. She's she's dating the nurse that she's embarrassed that she's dating. Yeah. So it talks about the power struggle, which is I think a funny little thing. But because uh, he's a male nurse, she's embarrassed to be dating him because she thought he was a doctor. And she finds out when he brings bedpans oh. to her room. Yeah. that he is not a doctor and then everybody basically gives her hell over it so there's a lot going on this season there's some really really uh i don't i don't think there's as much like there's not as many somber moments this season that happen like later on yeah but there's definitely some heartfelt moments like i think one of my favorite parts of the season is when dr cox is dating uh the pharmaceutical uh rep and there's this like struggle between whether he wants to get back together with jordan or whether he wants to date this like super attractive pharmaceutical rep. And then it turns out the whole time he was always going to pick Jordan, even though he doesn't know that it's his kid that she's pregnant with at the time. So I thought that was really sweet. It it definitely uh, changes their dynamic for the rest of the season and obviously for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And then the episode where JD, uh, as he described it, his, his peeps are on his peeps on the fritz. And it's one of the funnier moments of the season where he's sitting down with uh, Dr. Cox and Turk and tells them that his, he basically can't get an erection for a very attractive girl that he's gone out with the night before. And it turns out that it's because he only has a boner for one person in the show. And that's Elliot. <laughs> I don't, I and don't then that, they is have that sex this, later. Is that in that season? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's season yeah. two. Yeah. 
That's the sex buddy episode where yeah. he, where the trumpets go off in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually just watched a highlight reel of uh, season two moments like before yeah. doing this, just to like remember some things. So okay, I'm watching along, so I'm, uh, some of this is fresh in my mind because I actually watched some of the episodes yeah. mere hours ago. So by the way, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Sam Lloyd, who plays Ted, the law, the lawyer on. The show suit, oh, not suits, oh, scrubs, <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Like I know he was dealing with, I think, a brain tumor for a little bit. So yeah, yeah, he passed away earlier this week. Um, so yes, rest in peace to Sam Lloyd. Ted is probably one of the most sad sack characters you'll ever see, but also um, one of the most intriguing because of all the little bits that he does with um, with the musical group with the Worthless Peons and then some yeah. really, really great covers later on in the show, which Shane has yet to see, so I don't want to spoil them. He, he, but, I remember seeing uh, in the highlight reel that I watched, he was doing a little bit of a acapella in front of the hospital with his group in this season. So, Yeah, there's an episode uh, where they're basically doing the night shift and yeah. the, whole, the whole episode is them just like his acoustic band following the scenes and doing different songs from like primetime like commercials, 90s television and commercials and so yeah jingles is one of them yeah um, so it's it's pretty good uh, yeah. it's it's very enjoyable and i know zach braff was tweeting out a bunch of stuff and like there was a bunch of people like just acknowledging like his like working with him was such a pleasure and stuff like that and like i watched like some highlight highlights of like montages of um ted and like it got all emotional it just sucks it's sad but yeah it's really sad. He also, um, I forgot about this, but he actually was the same character on another TV show, which kind of prompted this idea of Cougar Town and, uh, and Scrubs sharing the same universe. Because not only is Sam Lloyd in the show, but the actual character of Ted is in Cougar Town as well. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, and uh, Neil, Neil Flynn, who plays the janitor, is one of the main characters on Cougar Town, but not as the janitor. So it was kind of this weird continuity. But Bill Lawrence was the showrunner for for Cougar Town as well. So they do share a little bit of a, of a joint universe, um, parallel universe, with Ted being in both of those. So I thought that was a cool, cool little tidbit of information that I, I had forgotten about. Love that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll keep doing updates as you watch seasons. Uh, one of my favorite episodes is coming up in season three, and uh, it's the Brendan Fraser episode, which is super, super uh, memorable. So I'm hoping you enjoy that, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it starts to get a little bit more wacky, I think, in season three. And this is where it starts to kind of take off and really embraces like the the um, the sensational kind of uh, uh, daydreams that JD has. So. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how you feel about it when that takes up a lot more of the show and it gets a lot more silly. Yeah, that's great. Really, really yeah, man. Really, really great. Um, some other stuff that came out uh, that we wanted to talk about. Gabby, you brought up Game Fest when we were talking earlier today. I haven't had a huge chance to read about it, but I know it's uh, something that Jeff Keeley is putting together for the summertime. So I don't know if you want to go in. Detail yeah. Talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. So it's called Summer Game Fest, and it takes place between the months of May and August, and it's described as an industry-wide celebration of video games. Obviously, this is going to be like a huge thing to fill for the absence of E3 this year, as well as just like a, a lot. I know Jeff Keeley even prior to 
the world being in shambles like it is now due to COVID. He had already pulled out of E3, so who knows if we'll ever get E3 again. But I'm pretty excited for a summer game fest. Um, they've released a graphic with uh, essentially what they're calling Phase 1 and what kind of partners they've partnered with in terms of, I guess, releasing virtual, I guess, I don't know if they're going to be like press conferences or just like stuff like that, but I can read out the list real quick. So you got 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, um, I can't make the logo, EA, PlayStation, um, one second, let me get this, make this bigger, Private Division, I'm not sure what they do, um, Riot Games, Xbox, Warner Brothers, Steam, and Square Enix. So some pretty big named uh, developers already in this lineup of Phase 1. I don't know if there's going to even be another phase, but it seems like there will be. But I'm pretty pumped for it. And I know they're already partnered, I think, with Microsoft to to, to do um, their event, which is happening on the 7th of May, um, which is rumored to be... Um, I guess all about all a bunch of games. There's also a lot of rumors swirling regarding Microsoft in terms of them having another event also in June to release more content. I'm pretty pumped about it. So, yeah. I think I read about uh, Thursday being a game showcase. Yeah. I think they were they were talking about how like they wanted to show some games off for the new console. So I wonder if maybe we'll just see maybe some stuff that's going to be available at launch or maybe there like a little shortly thereafter. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe if we hear something in June, it'll probably be pricing and details about release date and stuff like that. But it's exciting to see that we might see games running on these consoles sooner rather than later. Cause we really haven't seen anything. We've heard a lot of the concept behind it and yeah. the way it's going to affect games, but we haven't actually seen any on-screen footage of anything running on any of those consoles. As far as I know. In terms of gameplay, yeah, you're right. We haven't seen anything yet. We had that teaser of uh, a Hell uh, Hellblade during the Video Game Awards, but that was like a cinematic yeah. trailer. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think they're describing this event as like primarily third-party games running on the console. So maybe the second event in June might be more based off their their parties, like their first-party games. Because um, I know already... Um, I guess segue into the next topic we're going to talk about related to video games um, with uh, Ubisoft announcing their new Assassin's Creed game, and we're going to get to see it at Microsoft's event. So I'm yeah. pretty pumped about that. Um, yeah, I haven't been I haven't been so excited for an Assassin's Creed game in a very long time. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed 2, and that came out in November 2009. So it's been a while since yeah. I, I dug deep into one of those games. But like, yeah, it's 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 based on the Vikings, and it it honestly looks super fucking badass. I was pretty excited for Origin, which I still haven't gotten around to playing, and then Odyssey looked really good. Um, Od- Od- so it, Origin was the first one out of the two, right? Yeah, Origin covered uh, ancient Egypt, and then the second one was... Like Gre- Greece? Greece, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. this one is Norse now, so it seems like it's covering... Instead of different eras in time now, it's covering like different mythologies, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Have you guys had a chance the, to check out the trailer? Yeah, it looks it looks really it looks really good. It looks really fucking good, man. Yeah, and they're, they're adding like a bunch of new different like uh, concepts into like the one big thing they're talking about is like settlements, and as you progress in the game and make different choices, your settlement like gets changed, like it gets evolves and changes with you. So they really want to emphasize like 
your I guess your home base being like a place where it's not just you oh this is a, the, where I'm gonna come back to turn in some quests, but like like you, there's like a be a blacksmith there and like whatever another thing. So I'm pretty excited about all of it. Shane, thoughts Assassin's Creed? I know you you, you haven't played one in quite a while. Uh, the last Have you played the- any of them? Yeah, last Assassin's Creed I played was Assassin's Creed 1. I remember... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Getting on a horse and riding the horse for a very long time and being like, good God, I wish there was fast travel in this game. Uh, and then uh, I fell off. I came out in 2007. Yeah, it came out with Call of Duty uh, 4. And I got them in a bundle with the Assassin's Creed Limited Edition in like a tin box with a, like a little toy and everything and then i got call of duty 4 at the same time and i chose call of duty over assassin's creed and uh now i'm a professional mlg player so everything's come up millhouse yeah dude it's crazy to me that you guys haven't played the best uh, what i would consider to the best uh assassin's creed games like, brotherhood? Well, like i i think brotherhood's the best one by far yeah yeah I've i don't know thing. i have I haven't played the, the the most recent two, which I've also heard are the best ones in the series, like yeah. throwing on one another. Yeah. But for me, it was Brotherhood. Like I remember looking at that game and thinking, like this is what the potential was from the first one, and it didn't get realized until, yeah, like three games later. And then Revelation, I think, was where it started to kind of get to a little bit too much. Like they started to do, they started to really expand the trilogy story, and they were really going like in all kinds of directions. They still had the like animus was still a part of the story, which is now no longer a part of the games from what I've heard. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Those are like the, the, I think brotherhood was the one that it was like, that was the biggest jump for the Assassin's Creed franchise. So I'm surprised you guys haven't dove in since. Yeah. I, I don't really, I can't give you a recollection of why I just, for some reason, just never got to playing the other ones after two. But like I don't know for some something about this one really like has me really excited. I don't know if it's like I'm I, I think it is just the whole Vikings aspect of it, and like it just looks so good. I'm really I'm probably gonna pick up uh, Odyssey probably the next couple days if it's on sale digitally. Is you it, should be able to find it on sale. Yeah. Is it is it not on Game Pass? No, it's not. Damn. Yeah, yeah, but like they're all, like that, like Odyssey and Origins go on sale every time there's a sale, and they're like twenty bucks a piece. So I'm probably gonna pick up Odyssey um, and play around in in Greek, in Greece, in Greek, in Greek. Oh, sorry, I wasn't born here. I got I got it wrong. My are problem is here? I just don't. <laughs> dude, are you from here? I just don't enjoy. I mean, I, that's a strong statement. I just shy away from single player games. I guess is the way that I should phrase that. Uh, you're you're a multiplayer guru. Yeah, I just love because I, I, for me, playing video games is a social experience. I, like I love the the only time I really play video games is if I get a text message from people saying like you want to hop on and then we play. Yeah. Like I, I don't really I'm not really a self driven gamer anymore. Yeah, and even when we you even when you do play a campaign, it's generally co op. Yeah, and it's, I, and it's Halo. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I mean, to to that, I played I played God of War, I played Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I played the first Lara Croft Tomb Raider. That was the reboot. That one, that was that was a great game too. I feel like so, you play like the the big like standouts, like the ones that kind of are like they need to be played or they. You haven't played Last of Us yet, though, right? Have you? I don't remember. No, I haven't played Last of Us. I played like uh, two, maybe two hours of it. Yeah, that's a game that you should play before the second one comes out. 
I would... We have a date now, by the way. Oh my god. Yeah, that's we'll something that, I forgot to put that on the notes for that episode today. But yeah, that's coming out on June thirteenth. You don't you don't need to say anything. Just June nineteenth. <laughs> Is it thirteenth or nineteenth? Nineteenth. I thought it was the thirteenth. My bad. Nineteenth. I stand corrected. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that real quick, Ortega? And we can, I guess, talk about PlayStation a little bit because I know they ha- they announced an event or uh, how they're gonna how they're gonna proceed with revealing the PS Five. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Last of Us. There's really nothing to be said. Like, there's been leaks for the last couple of weeks, which is really unfortunate. And I've been lucky enough to have avoided any of the uh, of the people that are kind of spamming spoilers everywhere. Um, I'm stoked. Like, I I didn't think it was going to be a significant delay. A lot of people were saying that you know that they thought the whole world was falling when it came to when the game was going to get released. They had pulled it from the store, and they thought that it might be pushed back to the fall. But I think it's in everybody's best interest considering how close the game was to completion to get it out as soon as possible. And I think they just needed to figure out some logistical stuff like getting physical copies to people because stores are closed. So I'm glad that it's only a couple of weeks out. I'm actually really happy that it's delayed because there's some stuff coming out on May 29th that I wanted to watch rather than play. So now it's kind of broken up. Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell has a series coming out on Netflix called Space Force. Oh, yeah. I yeah. The writers behind uh, The Office picked it up, so I'm really excited that comes out on May 29th. And then I'm a big Bob's Burgers fan, and they've got a show coming out on Apple TV Plus called uh, Central Park, which is a musical. So I was nice. excited to watch that as well. So Ooh, I like it kind of maybe I'll yeah, check, it out. Looks, check it out with I'll Kara. Send, I'll send you guys the trailer. It looks great, um, I, Shane. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy the uh, the the Central Park uh, trailer because I know you like Bob's Burgers. You just don't keep up with like the, the show as Bob's much, right? Burgers. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. really funny. It's great. Um, So yeah, so June 19th, which also pushed back uh, Ghosts of Tsushima into July. So only a month delay there. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm planning on doing... I'm planning on doing a live stream, hopefully a 24-hour stream to beat it because I really don't want to have it spoiled for me. Last of Us, you're talking about. Last of Us, yeah. So we'll see if it's possible. We've also got a Last of Us podcast on the way, so stay tuned for more information on that. We're going to be working together with the guys over at the movie podcast um so we'll have that put together and hopefully out by the time that the sequel is out but shane if you wanted to join in man now's the time to beat it since we're going to be talking about it and de- doing a deep dive on it um but we could we could t- we're going to do a deep dish on it yeah so maybe you could talk about it with us after we'll figure it out playstation it's weird i don't necessarily know why it's being revealed this way but in june playstation magazine uk will be publishing a reveal on the playstation 5 um, I don't remember the last time that I was waiting for a magazine that wasn't a digital <laughs> magazine to release information. Yeah. Shane and I were just talking about it before the show that the PlayStation magazine in the States has been defunct for the last 13 years. So it's really weird that it's just going to be published through the UK. I'm assuming, and I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that we're probably going to have some details leak, um, if not be released fully before the magazine comes out. And then the magazine will just kind of be a deep dish on it. See, I said deep dish this time. Uh, and then we'll find out a little bit more about maybe some of the technical specs and, and all that kind of stuff. But I do think we're probably going to see the console before the actual magazine reveals it. Cause I think that that would be weird, especially if like somebody stocks the magazine early and somebody takes photos of it and that's the way that it leaks out. That would be a little bit strange. Yeah. That would be unfortunate. Yeah. So June 2nd, I think is what I read, but Go ahead, Chancer. I was going to say, maybe they're just going to like wrap it like they do like porno mags in convenience stores where they put like a 
plastic bag over it that censors it and then you have to like flip through the middle and there'll be a double page spread of what it looks like fold out yeah double page spread man for sure just like a porn <laughs> mag just like a porn mag you heard it here <laughs> first guys <laughs> man, like i don't understand i don't get it like playstation it's weird so evolved, but yet so behind consistently it's just no backwards compatibility for their console, but they want to do backwards compatibility for their media reveal. I don't understand it. Why? Why would you do that? I, I, I really do think that the magazine will be a reinforcement or like a supplemental to what's probably going to be released beforehand. I don't think the magazine is going to be the first place that we see the info. That's, that's my thought. I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm thinking. All I know is, man, I still got like Game Informers and Cheat Codes magazines in my closet from when I was a kid, and I never thought that video game magazine media would still be uh, a relevant way to get any information. So shout out, I guess, to Sony for keeping it alive. Yeah, I mean, Sony UK specifically, because it's not anywhere else. What's going on in the UK that they're just like, we'll keep this magazine going 13 years after it's gone? Uh, I would say it's probably like Boris Johnson is going on in the UK a little bit. It's a little wacky. Brexit. It was one of the conditions of Brexit. Magazines must stay. Magazines must stay. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it from the PlayStation front. There's been kind of small discussions around things like the Final Fantasy VII sequel. Don't know how many. Oh yeah, they announced um, it. They, they don't know how many they're gonna be. <laughs> There's gonna no. be. Did you see the story today? They haven't even. They're still in the conceptual phases of of part two, which means that that shit's not coming out for like five years. Yeah, that's I'm so little... pissed. I'm playing yeah. it right now, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna beat it, and then I'm gonna have to wait five years for the sequel. And, and that's what we talked about when when we were talking about it on the podcast, right? Like, I know. Like, yeah. Well, what can you do? It is what it is. Square Enix, man. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have updates, obviously, as Game Fest goes on. As soon as as Thursday yeah, rolls sure. around, um, we'll talk we about actually that. Like, yeah, we'll talk about that. But we'll also um, we might have some some content throughout the week to kind of cover that, so that it's not all uh, brought into the to the podcast next Monday. Um, we'll see. We'll see if we can figure out, and we'll see exactly what's talked about. I love it. Cool. Uh, so we also, what else happened over the last couple of weeks? Shane, you started watching another TV show too. Yeah, I started watching uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, buddy. What a good show. What a good show. It is a great show. It's been recommended to me for a long time, uh, and I never really paid it any mind. Gabby's been on me about watching it, and I I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Well, I found a good reason to get to it, and uh, I've been watching it. That's was Courtney the one who suggested it? And you're like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Shane says good reason to do something, it usually involves Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I figured that was the reason why you started watching it. I, dude, I, I give that show so much praise. Kara even loves that show. Like, that show is a roller coaster of a, of a, of a, of a ride, man. And it, it's really well done. The acting's great. Um, I'm blanking on what's the actor's name. Uh, Murphy, yeah. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, yeah. Oh my god, man, that guy is he's one so badass cool. motherfucker, man. He's so cool. He's so he's, hot. he's so cool. And his brother? That's totally you, oh, by the way, geez. Arthur. That's you, bud. What? <laughs> Why am I Arthur? I'm not Arthur. <laughs> You're definitely Arthur, dude. I'm definitely Tommy. 
<laughs> no, you're Arthur. Sorry, man. No, you are, man. You're the guy from Jurassic Park. You're the Irish cop. Oh no way, dude! Yeah, Fuck that. I hate that no. guy. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates that guy. But now, uh, dude, I'm so I'm so glad that I'm so glad you you're watching it. Ortega, yeah. like, I highly recommend you watching it when you have when you have time. I want to. I'm just I'm working through. I just watched Afterlife on the weekend, the Ricky Gervais show, which I loved. Uh, I'm still in the midst of watching the last season of Brockmire, Clone Wars, Better Call Saul. Oh, I'll sneak it in when I'm done. All of these. you're watching too many things at the same time. And There's just too. And then we're also watching The Last Dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, The Last Dance. Also, the new episodes came out today. But yeah, today was basically uh, the the Clone Wars finale came out today. So I watched that. I watched the two episodes of The Last Dance. I just finished watching the second season of Afterlife. And then Thursday is the Brockmire series finale. So like, it's been a lot of TV. Yeah, and It's great. It's just so much. I just can't get through it all. It's crazy. I feel like I've actually landed on who you would be, Gabby, and... and- the show you're curly man. you're 100 percent curly curly yeah you know who curly is which one's curly again curly's the uh, the gypsy who like watches over the horses it's he's no. like oh, dude, shut, shut, shut up dude <laughs> shut up bro get that garbage out of here man <laughs> oh british guys they're just so attractive i don't know what yeah. it is about them yeah dude Celine murphy is such a badass though man his eyes? My God. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that. that's good. I've been watching that. I've also been watching um, RuPaul came out with a celebrity makeover show. So it's RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. And I've been watching another show called We're Here. And it stars three drag queens from RuPaul's past. It's an HBO show. And they go to like small conservative towns in the USA and throw drag shows. And they get like three people from the community and do them up in drag and put them in the drag show and stuff to like try and empower them and show them the other side of things. So it's pretty cool. You know, I figure after this quarantine's done, we're going to do a little drag show ourselves. <laughs> Is that how we're going to, you guys want to do the race from last year, but you'll do it in drag. Yeah. I'll kill Gabby dude in heels. Sure, man. I, I, I mean, I, I'd let you in, but it's cool. <laughs> it will happen this year it's 100 percent happening this year it's happening have, a year late but it's happening have they introduced uh tom hardy yet yes okay. he's so good so good man. he's so good yeah did you i guess the last thing that's really relevant today may the 4th slash may the 4th be with you so lots of star wars news came out today i mentioned earlier the clone wars uh finale um, finally came out that show's been it's been needing a proper finale for a very very long period of time gabby i know i've been talking to you about watching it but highly recommend it the last three episodes have been fantastic like they've been probably the best um star wars content really since since last order or sorry not last order uh jedi fallen order um, between those two i'm really happy with the star wars content that we got but i would i would highly recommend catching up if you can because the episode ended on a really high note and then it goes right into the next series which is rebels which is already available to watch so if you're if you're looking for more star wars there is a ton of star wars out there um, yeah. for today and for all the days beyond today also free update for fallen order came out today they also announced that a bunch of vr games that were available for oculus last year are coming to playstation vr so there's been a lot of Star Wars news today overall. 
some exciting stuff. Taika Waititi is writing a new Star Wars movie. Yeah, I saw that. That's exciting. Um, really and based exciting. off of based off of his episode that he directed of The Mandalorian, I would be very excited for that. So, some good stuff. It seems like we there may be hope for the Star Wars IP yet in the near future. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm very excited. Recency bias be damned it's going to be the best star wars <laughs> shane edition yeah, yeah and recency bias messina messina effect mclaughlin there's also been a lot of great music to come out during this quarantine i don't know if you guys have been listening to anything but i definitely have some major suggestions um tom mish dropped his new album it's called what kind of music and it's basically uh, uh he partnered with a drummer so you have the drummer and you have Tom Mish, um, and they basically are collaborating and making this album, which is like jazz and a bunch of different genres mixed together. And it's basically was crafted out of a bunch of different jam sessions and made over the last three years and came together in like a really beautiful album. So I definitely recommend you guys listen to what kind of music. It's a great, great album. James Blake dropped a new single, You're Too Precious. I don't know. Did you get a chance to listen to that? Anybody? Ortega? Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I like, I like James Blake, so it's love great. It. Yeah, love it. Gabby, anything from you on that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll listen to it if you send it to me. Yeah, well, for sure. We're, we're also going to update the quarantine uh, playlist with some new tracks on there so everyone can listen to it. Um, but Bad Bad yeah. Doctor, The Local Heroes, came out with a new single as well. Oh, yeah? yeah nice. Called- Goodbye Blue. It's featuring uh, a vocalist that they've been working a lot with called uh, Jonah Yano. Yano. And uh, it's it's really good. It's uh, two tracks. It's a single and then an instrumental. Um, as well as Chicano Batman came out with their new album called Invisible People, which is like a it's kind of got like a little bit of like the Strokes kind of like original Strokes style to it. But also like something you would expect to hear at a high school dance in the seventies by a bunch of guys in a tux. It's really, uh, it's really, it's actually really good. So I do recommend that as well. Um, and that's like, uh, basically what I've been listening to through and through on this, uh, on this quarantine, anything you've been listening to or Uh, I'll just cover the stuff I guess that you didn't. I've, I've been into a, a UGK kick. So I've been listening to a lot of UGK, which is very strange. I don't know why I just all of a sudden wanted to hear some pimp C and Bumby. Um, but, uh, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi put out a song together called the Scots. Um, uh, you already mentioned James Blake. So Vanessa put out a live album last yep. week. Uh, Drake put out a new album this past week, but it's kind of just demos and, and stuff that was unreleased before. So very similar to care package. Um, I don't know if all the stuff's mastered. I haven't had a chance to listen to it all the way through yet, but it was just stuff that was like sitting on his SoundCloud that it hadn't gotten an official release just yet. And the I I really like the Thundercat album. I feel like I just kind of yeah. it yeah. was there, and then I listened to it yesterday, uh, just for a little bit, and I, I I like it. I like it more than Drunk. I think it's probably my favorite Thundercat album since Apocalypse. And then Black Atlas also put out an album. I was listening to that a little bit as well. So there's been quite a bit, man. Honestly, during this streak of of quarantine, like. It just, there hasn't been like a a stop in terms of albums that have come out that I've been interested in listening. The Dream put out another album out of nowhere. So, yeah, Bonnie Bear single that came out. Bonnie Bear single came out. Yeah. So, it's been Fiona Apple's album was really good. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to that. 
West Side Gun we talked about. Like it, yeah, there's just been no, there's just been no stop. Like it's just been album after album. I feel like every week there's at least two or three projects that I found myself listening to, and I can't remember the last time that's been the case. It's usually maybe one album a week and then a couple singles, but yeah. it's been good. There's been it's no been been shortage, really man. Good. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've spent my days pretty much listening to music, laying on my bed with my window open. And that's pretty much it. Like I'll be doing that between that and watching TV shows, but it's been a ton of music going into my brain recently. So it's been a good time for that. Yeah. We'll update the playlist later today just to, to reflect some of the more recent stuff that we're listening to for sure. Um, so expect that by the time that you hear this podcast, you can find it. It's called sounds of isolation on Apple Music and on Spotify, but I'll include the links in the description as well if you wanna if you wanna get linked directly to the service. Cool. Cool. So cool. before we wind down for the day, uh, we're kind of you know we just want to talk about I guess what we. <laughs> I'm lucky <laughs> enough to have multiple pets, so for me, like I I don't I don't want for anything more. Like I've got a I've got a big dog and I've got a cat, but figured we talk about if you didn't have a pet what would your pet of choice be during quarantine? Cause even in addition to my two pets, I still think I have an opinion of another pet I would like, but yeah. it's not practical. Yeah, Do you want to go first or no? Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't, I honestly don't know how practical it is, but I want a capybara, man. They look so fucking chill. They look like Gabby. If they were like a, what? a of some sort. <laughs> they're just so <laughs> they chill. Look like me. That's they nice. don't look like they don't know. They don't look like you. They just like, they have your vibe, you know, I where, saw like, capybara once. Did you know the capybara have to? They're very social, and they can be depressed if they don't if they don't have like a partner or another Aww, animal that's to, to interact with. Which is why they're like unfuckwithable in like the animal universe because everybody just loves capybara. So sh- should we go? You want to give two answers? We'll go like wild animal, not necessarily your typical house pet, and then and then obviously like what you can actually have more realistic animal like a dog so you want to go you want to go joe exotic and then pet store if that's the way if that's the way you want to put it yeah joe exotic and pet smart okay so your joe exotic would be capybara and then your what would be (laughs) and then what would be your pet smart pet if you were to get another pet i feel like i might go more wild if i have the entire like exotic spectrum to choose from (laughs) Well, you also don't want to take into consideration that this pet will, or this, yeah, this we'll call it exotic pet won't actually kill you. Or yeah, could. I have no fear from a capybara. It but, could uh, kill you. We don't want it to kill you. Like you're not going to say fucking lion, you know? Like that doesn't make any sense. Well, he's. I mean, we, we're naming this. We named the segment after somebody who literally had lions and tigers. Yeah. All right, fucking lion. Lions are <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Dude, a, a lion would eat you so fast. Okay, okay, go. Do you have answers? Do you, have to, do you want to think about it? No, I need a second. I need a second. Do you have answers, Shane? Uh, I have my non-exotic. What would be your non-exotic? Your little hot dog dog? Yeah. dog? I feel like we're talking about destiny weapons right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or division. Uh, yeah. Division weapons. Or loot in uh, Warzone, you know, right? You can have one exotic and you can have one exotic. Legendaries. Um, Yeah, it would definitely be a a long, like a wire hair mini dash hound would be my my dream pet smart pet. Okay. Do you have your, uh, what are we calling it again? Joey Exotic? What is it? My Joe Exotic would be. Joey Exotic, yeah. Would be like an Aristocat. 
from the movie Aristocats. Aristocat? Yeah, from I'm the movie Aristocats. Right I don't even know what the fuck an Aristocat looks like. <laughs> a fucking cat? How's that a so exotic? I don't understand. Because these cats speak English and can sing. <laughs> nah, dude, this doesn't count as an answer, man. You can't have animated fucking cats, dude. It's exotic, <laughs> yeah. not animated. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, man? I, okay, fine. I'll pick a non. That's a whole other thing. I feel I like you'd pick an anteater. <laughs> no, never, never. <laughs> okay, mine is clearly my Just my pet uncircumcised penis. I have, oh, I have, I have my answers. Okay, go. My, my pet smart pet quarantine pet would be a pug, hands down. And then my Joey exotic pet would be a sloth. Oh, that's a good one. A sloth is a good one. Yeah. Um, my Joey exotic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> a tough one. Like I want something that's going to entertain me. Come on, man. And be loyal. A peacock. No, I don't want a peacock. Maybe like a maybe a like. Oh, dude, your spirit animal is definitely a flamingo, dude. No, my spirit animal is not a flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, but okay. Oh, it'd be like a hammerhead shark. What? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so sick. You're going to get some sort of aquarium tank yeah. in your house. Yeah. In this hypothetical, and you're going to have yeah. a hammerhead shark in it. Okay, yeah. cool. But you can't, you can't have. Oh, you can have. Yeah, you can have hammerheads in captivity. Yeah, it'd be cool. And then you could have different fish in there, and it'd be like an all-in-one. It's something that you could sit and just watch and enjoy. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'd do that. All right. What about you, Ortega? Do you have any answers yet? Like, how practical are we talking? Well, like, this guy has a fucking hammerhead shark in his house, so <laughs> not really practical. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you guys have never I'm seen just, Ace Ventura. I'm just trying to think about how it would, but like. I just I thought about it without an aquarium. I'm like, you just have a dead shark in your house. No, he he has an aquarium in his house. In this scenario, Shane is fucking rich and lives in a giant house that can suit an aquarium fit enough for a hammerhead he, shark. He's literally Joe Exotic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Also, obviously, you guys have never seen Ace Ventura, where there is sharks in a shark tank in a private re- residence. It's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible, dude. I just explained how it would be. You'd be really rich. <laughs> Anyways, Ortega, do you have your animals? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, a red panda for my Joe Exotic. Okay. Okay. That's a cool pet. And I'm going to stick with Capybara for practical because I feel, I feel like it's super achievable and I just don't. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I feel like this the is, panda would be more practical than the capybara for some reason. No, dude. I think a capybara. Let me let me find out how practical of a pet a capybara. Well, is. you can you can actually have a capybara pet. I'm looking at a capybara sitting down with a dog. It's like a That's giant thing. thing. It's like literally yeah, a giant dude. Thing. It's a rodent. Yeah. It's eradicate. <laughs> it's essentially eradicate. Yeah. It's just a not aggressive eradicate. Yeah. That's I'm really look, funny. Looking at one kissing an old woman. That's yeah, so dude, they're, they're fucking, they're like the chillest animals. There's another photo that I have here, and it's just hanging out with an Australian shepherd on the carpet, dude. They have they have some giant ass teeth. They yeah. look ugly when they open their mouth, but they're so fucking cute. You know what's, you when know their mouth closed, they look cute. Cute yeah. ass animal is a fennec fox. You guys ever seen fennec foxes? Yeah, fennec foxes are adorable. Yeah, those are cute pets, but I wouldn't want one to fuck your house up so bad. There's <laughs> another photo of a capybara with four monkeys just riding its back. 
Well, that sounds like manual labor, and I don't like that. A fennec fox kind of looks weird, man. It's cute, man. Should we start a zoo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. A slice of a wild? Cool. So your <laughs> answer is Alcapabara for practical, and Red Panda for Joey Exotic. Shane's practical pet is, for just a recap, is uh, the wiener dog. Wire hair dash hound. Sure, whatever. And then your your Joe Exotic is a fucking hammerhead <laughs> shark. Yeah. Okay. And then mine We're coming in last. That's bottom seed in this. And I'm then sure. mine yeah. are the mine mine's pug and uh and a sloth. I'm really how, happy with mine. How is a shark beneath your stupid exotic? What did you pick again, Daniel? A red panda. A red panda. Yeah. What that, They're bro? Adorable. Hammerhead shark's way better. We're not, well, it's not a competition unless we want to like make a you poll. Just, well, just we, should put, we should put up for poll on our Instagram story and see what people think is the, best, yeah. is the best put combo. What do you think is the best combo? Yeah. Who has the best pets? Joe Exotic and uh, and regular pet. Or Me. Pet smart. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is put it. We should. We should. We'll put it up on a poll on on Instagram and people can vote. Yeah. Bye. Vote on vote on who you think has the best combo platter here. Yeah. For pets, quarantine pets. I like it. I like it. I like it. Or we can do a bracket if you want to do it like seating wise. No, no, no. no. Paul's fine. Paul's fine. Okay, Shane's just so pissed about the idea of seating. Okay, everyone this guy's like, he's trying to fantasy draft pets. This is not a fantasy draft. <laughs> no, you're right. We it's not a fantasy draft. We drafted these. Legit. <laughs> yeah, we could have done a fantasy draft. That would have been cool. Dude, I am like seven pages into looking at capybara pets right now. This is bad. <laughs> it's just okay. capybara rabbit hole. This is a, the capybara hole. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we're gonna end on that note. Uh, we'll be back next week with some updates from Xbox uh, presenting their games at Summer. What's it called? Summer Game Fest. Summer, Summer Game, Game Fest. Fest. Yeah, and we'll have further updates on what the hell we're doing to occupy all of our open time all the time, including maybe we'll talk about Last Dance next week, Abby, because it'll be leading up to the finales. Yeah, next week. Think? By the time we record. Oh no, we'll still only have the two that came out today unless we unless we continue to record on Mondays or Tuesdays. Nah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about the last dance at some point though, because it's getting real good. It's getting really fucking good, yeah. Yeah. Uh anything else, guys, that you want to add? No. Uh it's been I, a pleasure, guys. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been uh it's been a slice, some would say. It has been a slice. Everybody have a great week. Stay and, safe. Uh, we'll see you next week. Stay well, stay safe. Stay healthy. We'll catch you next week. Be kind to each other. Bye. 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 Okay.